The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hey, hey, what's up, Cowboys Nation? Welcome to another edition of Cowboys Roundup brought to you by SB Nation's Blogging the Boys, where every day we bring you the latest and greatest Cowboys news and updates. My name is Dan Rogers. You may know me as Danny Phantom at Blogging the Boys or on Twitter at Danny Phantom 24. It is Tuesday, November 9th, 2021. We hope your day is going well. We hope the dark cloud of Sunday's dismal performance isn't raining on your week. I totally get it if you're feeling down in the dumps because, hey, we haven't experienced losing a game in almost two months. But don't fret it, and contrary to what Rachel Green might tell you, it happens to everyone, and it's not a big deal. Denver is a good football team, and sometimes those guys on the other side are pretty good too. It's not like the Cowboys lost to Jacksonville. They were beat by a Broncos team who has five wins on the year so far. The Broncos are right in the thick of things in the AFC West, as all the teams in that division has five wins. They needed the dub, and they got it. We really have to tip our caps to the Broncos coaching staff. They had a fantastic game plan and executed really well. They won the battle in the trenches and dominated the running game. They challenged Dak Prescott to beat them, and this was just one of those days where Dak didn't have it. He was off with his throws, completing just 49% of his passes. This was his second worst completion rate of his career, with the only game worse than that coming from a 10-7 loss to the Giants his rookie season. But hey, Everyone has bad games, but if that player is your quarterback, winning is an awfully difficult thing to do. Of course, there is plenty of blame to go around. Receivers did Dak no favors by dropping a lot of passes. The Cowboys did not get good play from either of their tackles, as the Terrence Still left tackle experiment is not off to a very good start. And let's not forget a very disappointing performance by the defense. Head coach Mike McCarthy spoke to the media on Monday and was asked about what they needed to do to clean up the defense. Let's listen in on what he had to say. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing on defense was uh, was, was our finish. You know, we're in our pad level, uh, you know, as far as yesterday's performance. But, um, you know, we didn't get as many hits on the ball. You know, our, our tackling, our, you know, our missed tackles was way up. Uh, we lost the tackling battle. You know, we always... The tackling battles, obviously, how many broken tackles versus how many missed tackles. So I would say those are the, the things we needed to correct. Indeed, the tackling was atrocious. On a bright note, the Cowboys' rookie first-round draft pick, Micah Parsons, was again all over the place, finishing the game with 10 tackles. He also had two and a half sacks on Sunday, 
which doubles his sack total to five this year. Parsons has a great shot to break DeMarcus Ware's Cowboys rookie sack record of eight back in 2005. McCarthy was also asked about the offensive struggles and to respond to a comment made by Broncos head coach Vic Fangio, who said nobody had played the Cowboys correctly up until then. Oh, shots fired. Where Dak responded to that comment by saying, I hope everyone plays us like that the rest of the year. McCarthy was asked to weigh in on those comments, and I can't wait to hear this one. Okay, this is a copycat league, and I just told the team so get ready. I hope they do too. Um, Vic played us very aggressive, you know, so I know that's good to hear him beating his own drum. Uh, it's, you know, they, you know, way they, their, their linebacker depth, I mean, they had their linebackers at three yards, and, you know, safeties were up, you know, and it usually would, that's, you know, that, that case should make their corners tackle. But, uh, yeah, it's, you know, they, they played us aggressive. They, they, they went for it, you know, and, and I, I think you want that from the other team. So, you know, I agree with Dak. Beating his own drum. We never get sound bites like that from Jason Garrett. McCarthy gave them their props, but like he said, they went for it. And he, like Dak, are just daring teams to try that again because there's a good chance the Cowboys execute a little better the next time around. Of course, it wouldn't be a Cowboys game if there wasn't another head-scratching coaching moment from McCarthy. And this time, the controversy had to do with leaving Dak Prescott out on the field, even though the game was clearly out of hand. McCarthy was asked about why he left Dak out there and to explain the risk-reward of such a decision. Here is what the coach had to say in his defense. The reason why we stayed with our players, particularly, I mean, we didn't, we didn't play a whole lot in the third quarter. So, and, um, you know, two minutes is something that we've been trying to spend as much time on as possible. So, uh, frankly, it was risk assessment and it was accepted risk and just really paying it forward, you know. So, you know, if, if we would have had, a, you know, a chain of events that totally lined up for us at the end of the fourth quarter, you know, it would have been one of those games that you'd be talking about for the next, you know, last next 20 years. But that obviously wasn't the case. But, yeah, uh, I said it right on the right on the headsets. You know, we're going to stay. This, I want two-minute, wide open. Well, we need to work. And, and um, that was the plan. Well, he's absolutely correct. They needed the work. I'm just not sure leaving a franchise quarterback who is already dealing with ailments in the game where the outcome is clearly decided is the best option. Furthermore, the tackles weren't performing all that well in this one, so it's just inviting an opportunity for disaster, if you ask me. Speaking of the tackle position, McCarthy was asked how he felt Terrence still did at left tackle and what they can do to give him some more support. Here are McCarthy's thoughts on this. Well, I think, you know, I think another week's of practice, you know, if needed over there will, will definitely, definitely help. I thought he did some really good things. I thought technically he did some nice things that he can build off of. Um, so, but yeah, it was, you know, it, it wasn't, it wasn't a great day by no means for the, for the whole line. Some guys played okay, but uh, I think with another week's work, it'll be, it'll be better. Another week's worth of work, he'll be better? That seems to imply that there will be no shuffling around and that they'll keep people where they're at. McCarthy was also asked about Tyron Smith's availability, and he said he would let us know on Wednesday. Ezekiel Elliott exited the game with a knee contusion at one point and was questionable return, as we all watched him on the sideline with his knee wrapped up in a heating pad. As we know, Zeke did actually return, but the Cowboys never were able to get their rushing attack going. 
Elliot said that this has been something he's been dealing with these past two weeks, which coincidentally lines up with two straight games where he hasn't eclipsed 51 yards on the ground, his two worst performances dating back to week one when the Cowboys couldn't get anything going on the ground against the Bucks' highly ranked run defense. This will be something worth monitoring as they will want to keep Zeke as healthy as they can as the season progresses. On a positive note, Elliott joined the great Emmett Smith as the only Cowboys running back to reach 7,000 yards rushing in his first 79 games of his career. Besides Elliott's knee, which doesn't seem to be an area of concern, the Cowboys escaped this game with no new injuries. McCarthy also said Michael Gallup will be a full go at practice this week. That's it for updates for today. Make sure to check out all the great podcasts throughout the entire week. Every day we got something new for you. Later today, we'll have the 750 with Tony Casillas and RJ Ochoa, as well as the BTB Roundtable, where we hash out all the great talking points of Sunday's game, so keep your eyes out for those two. But that's all we have for today. Thanks for hanging out with us. Hope you have the best day ever. Stay safe, stay happy, stay true to the silver and blue, and we will catch you later. <laughs>